just like an asteroid, Tap is coming in hot. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Trial and Aaron podcast, and this time around, we are bringing to you, by we I mean me, my boy, Nick Hayes. He is a hunter, not a gatherer. He hunts turkeys. He talks about it. We talk about it. He goes into details of how the, the streets got him in New Orleans. He got hustled. He got got. He tells you about that so you don't have to fall prey to the same tricks he did. He's a lover, a grower of beards, and a drinker of apparently now Crown Royal. Has forsaken Jack a little bit. Mm, calls himself an American. We'll see if he keeps suckling upon the nectar, the Canadian nectar known as Crown Royale. But anyways, I digress, and we're going to get this episode started after this righteous 80s workout music. Enjoy the show. Mwah. So close to it, you can hear everything. It's glorious. So you stepped out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and Joker, I was very proud of you. You yeah. done good. It was a good movie. It was very good. It was twisted. I've been watching, was it Mindhunter on Netflix? Mm-hmm. And they're just—it's the FBI behavioral analysis unit, and they're talking to all these. It's all dramatized, right? Okay. And they talk to these serial killers, and those actors do a great job of just putting you in the minds of these animals, like these absolute monstrous people. I hesitate to even call them people. And he fucking, he, he killed it. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix killed the role. Literally, he made it his own, and I, I couldn't ask for anything more than that. Joaquin Phoenix is sick in that movie. He's so good. It is, it's, it's so He's, good. He, I'm a, were you, like, uncomfortable watching it a little bit? Like, this is making me a little... Uneasy just watching him. He, he did such a good job. I got the, not at all. You know, my nipples I, were hard a little bit, as they all usually are. I definitely saw the uh, his condition of he can't control his laughter. That was cool. But that was a cool explanation for it. It's like a Tourette's. Yeah, he just laughs. He just laughs for no reason. If it's you know a horrible situation, if it's a funny situation. He just laughs. He can't. He control. just gets it, and his laughed it. For me, it kind of sounded like a cry. He was tr- yeah. almost crying a little I bit. I see that. I was like, "Oh, Joaquin, you, he's, you, he's crying in, in pain and so much pain. He can't. He and he's so skinny. He he, uh, not Heath Ledger, Christian Bale body morphed. So I was on YouTube this morning. I was watching YouTube mm. and not RedTube. No, <laughs> that was afterwards. <laughs> All right, first of all, introduce yourself. Sorry, I've been re- we've been recording for at least two minutes. Okay, well, I, I kind of had a feeling. <laughs> Damn it. So I click on there. Damn, so, I, was try- I tried to be sneaky. So I'm Nick Hayes. Nick Hayes. A good friend of Aaron's. Yes. We've known each other since freshman year of high school. Yep. I dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, Jordan had a good zinger. I went golfing with him, Justin, and Greg. Uh-huh. And uh, I still I. Like got out of a relationship. It was like six years, and uh, Jordan was like, "Damn, you were gone for six years." <laughs> it was. Uh, I had to tip my cap. That was pretty good. But yeah, it was essentially disappeared. This is probably the most I've seen you guys in months, and months. I'm actually I'm very years. Years. Let's try to not make it sound hiding, as bad. Hiding six underneath years. a rock, dude. I've been under a lot of rocks. I feel like it's I've been safe in there. Hiding under a rock myself. It felt good to. 
to get out and you see know you what? It, because it requires effort, and it's like, <clears throat> oh, I gotta go out. I'm happy being home and cuddling. Yes. It's like I don't give yes. a fuck. Plus, I don't have to spend money. Yeah. <laughs> I can stay in, have a beer or something, have some, you know, sloppy joes, something like that. Yeah. You, you like sloppy joes, don't you? You're an American. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but red-blooded American doesn't like sloppy joes. I don't know. Some uh, some communist endearing types, I'd say. Would communism work in, in society? Clearly not. <laughs> not Chernobyl. Yeah. Did you watch that? What was that? Chernobyl. The smash hit miniseries on HBO. I don't have HBO. Dude. Find a way. It's amazing. It, it's like five episodes and it dramatizes everything. The players the uh, that took everything that took place, the people involved, um, how the accident happened. They explain it all the best they can. They explain the physics. So explain this show to me. What is it? What is it pretty much based off of? Uh, the Chernobyl disaster in Russia, like back in the 80s. Have you heard about that? No. It was a big nuclear explosion. Big time. Okay. Big. Stormy Daniels big. Wow. Big. Okay. And Russia tried to cover it up. This is like Gorbachev was their leaders during the Cold War and all that. And it goes off, right? And they don't, they know it's radioactive, but it's like this main dude in, in charge just put together the recipe of just all the worst possible conditions and it just overloaded and they know there's radiation but the firemen just think they're responding at like 2 a.m. they don't know what's going on they know it's a nuclear reactor but they don't know the danger that they are stepping into and you see what happens like the effects of radiation on the body you see just it is absolutely gnarly and the, all the politics that go into it how they try to cover it up and then how potentially bad it they, the nuclear core was melting down into the waterways and if it got to the main like underwater river that fed fresh water to i want to say all the surrounding countries millions of people that water would have been rendered useless if that radioactivity got into the water so it's it's fucking intense the acting is incredible it'll get you hard to learn plus you you remember it if they could teach I want to say schools, like classes, in a dramatic way mm. that's entertaining. It's entertaining. That's, I think, the secret sauce. So, like Bill Nye. I don't remember any science, but I just remember I love that goddamn show. <laughs> I think that's what kind of got me to, like, U.S. history in junior year. Because Shuttleworth made Shuttleworth it, was the man. He made it entertaining. Yes. Each day that there was a new lesson, there was a new PowerPoint. Plus the music, too. The music that came along with it. Did you have music? I don't. I wish I could go back. I wish I could go back into memories and relive it vividly, perfectly. But like, you have no control over what you do. But yeah. just to you know, see Shuttleworth. Just, I think during the lesson we we're talking about like the assassination of J. Or, um, Martin Luther King. Yes. Just. The music that was on at that time, I know, I remember he played like Marvin Gaye, um, what was that? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, because it was also talking about, I guess, the protests that were going on for like civil rights, and I guess around that time, mm -hmm. the Vietnam War was starting to. Oh, it was, there's so much going on at that oh, time. Yeah. It's not just, you hear about one thing and just think of how significant this is, and 
what happened after that and how, how that history has affected us. There's Vietnam, there's like the hippie movement, mm-hmm. how music was changed. Music's huge. That kind of music, music was dic- definitely changing. Music dictates the culture at the time. Yeah. You know, just think of the Beatles and all the naughty things they were up to. Yeah. All the drogas. <laughs> all the drogas. Would you have gotten down in that time if you go back to the 60s? Would you have been putting acid up your nostrils and lighting candles? I'd probably be toking it up. Wearing, toking it up? Yeah. You want to go any any deeper? Mm. No pills, no bills, no... I don't know. I think I'd DMT. just... DMT. I'd probably just be toking it up. Sticking, I feel like that's a safe bet. Sticking some of that herbal. Because back in the day, in the 60s, mm. the marijuana was not that strong. It was very weak compared to today's. It's like... It was like 3% THC. It's not going to the gym. It's not getting buff. Today, it's not packing a punch. You're hitting 30s, maybe 40% THC because there's all these hybrid strains going on. How we've evolved the weed, yeah, just industry. Industry. I mean, nation. The business is booming right now. Booming. You got edibles. Want to get in on you it? You got you know topical lotions. You got. Thank God they're topical. Yeah. Uh, CBD oils. You got. There's. Even going back to the edibles, there's not just cookies and brownies. You can make a lot. One, you one, got nachos, you got butter, you got popcorn. Oh my um, god, it's amazing. There was there's a man that worked in the same office that my mom works in. Mm. He was he had um like hip pain or like a hip replacement. So he would use uh, like a salad dressing that was infused with like, yeah. I think THC or something like really? that. Really? How highbrow or, of him. I think there was at one point he was supposed to give a tour to a group of people and you're like I can't do this tour no way I can't do this tour that'd be the funnest thing ever to give a tour say like the Jelly Belly Factory and just be <laughs> high out of your mind maybe not the Jelly Belly Factory I don't know have some free Willy samples. Wonka's okay Willy Wonka's if I could be a tour guide at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory damn I just watched that movie the other day the old one or the new one the original with the Gene OG that's a classic. Nick, Johnny yeah. Depp. Johnny Depp doesn't do it for me, man. He's not twisting my nips no. the way I want them to be twisted. Gene Wilder, he he knows how to work it, my man. The apex. Yes. The alpha male. <laughs> Gene Wilder. Let's go, Gene Wilder. You lose. Good day, sir. Rest been, in peace. It got to the you end. lose. Good day, sir. It got to that part at the ending where he was uh, he was saying, you know, wrong, sir, wrong. It's so passionate. It's all there, black, black and white, clear as crystal. crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed going. and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And then my girlfriend was like, wow, I'm impressed. You had that verbatim, sir. You are, You said you were the man yesterday. Yep. I was like, oh, it's all talk. I, I, just... meant, it, I meant it in a joking way, because I always do that with my girlfriend. And she's like, oh, you know, you're so right. Like, I know, because I'm the man. And she's kind of gives me a... Fuck you, kind of look. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Man. So getting back to um, the Joker, I was going to say I was watching YouTube this morning, and I watched a couple of different clips from uh, the Jimmy Fallon show. Mm. Joaquin Phoenix was on there doing an interview, and I guess he said for that role as the Joker, he had to lose 15 pounds. It he looks, lost 15 oh pounds, God. but it looks a lot, no, a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, lost. absolutely. He's he's damn near anorexic. You can see yeah. his spine, his rib cage. It makes him more 
It's a little more disturbing. Like his rib cage is very disturbing. I was. This just added to my uncomfortability. You can see the man's sternum. I saw his sternum. You saw it? I saw it. It's a pretty good looking sternum, I said. (laughs) You know, we're talking about Gene Wilder. He would have played a good Joker. Put him in a serious role when he just loses it. I mean, his face is a little wonky, but. (laughs) I I can't really see him in a serious role. He's too much. Too much of comical to me. Robin Williams, the perfect in between. Okay, yeah. I'd say Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Patch Adams is a good in between. I never saw that movie. You know, it's no. a, you know he's a funny guy. He I know, makes people laugh. It gets rid of cancer. Big deal. Yeah, he's Fuck like it. a hospital clown tries to cure cancer for the children. He's a funny guy. He's, he's gonna joke guy. the cancer away. No big deal. <laughs> Placebo, bitch. There was that that movie he did. Um, Photo booth. That uh, one looked bizarre. Yeah. Is he just? He's blonde. He is blonde. How oh, bad, Robin Williams? He shaved your head and went blonde. <laughs> he's blonde. <laughs> I think he wears like little tiny glasses. Of course, he has tiny glasses. And uh, is he a madman? Well, he works kind of like a. I want to say it's like a pharmacy type setting. I guess almost like a Rite Aid or something. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, a photo booth there where you go and get your pictures developed. Before the whole digital camera iPhone era. This it's is funny cool. seeing how dated shows and movies are. Yes. Based on their technology. And, yeah, he just plays like a total, like, creeper, stalker type person, type character. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he could do it. I could totally see him doing that. He can do it. A better genie there is not. No. A better genie there is not. Will Ferrell. Or, not Will Ferrell. Will, Will Smith. Smith. Will Smith. I mean, I haven't seen the new Aladdin. A lot yeah. of people say that it's good. Uh, I don't think I'll give it the time of day. Will, I love Will Smith. Yeah. I love Will Smith. He's going to do his best not to duplicate, but to just make it his own. So since they're going to... just... Uh, they're in the making of there's no what, Bad Boys 3? Uh, Bad Boys for Life. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, I got to watch the first two. Okay. I haven't seen the first two Bad Boys. First one... And very young Tia Leone's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... They're super young in the first one. I think it came out... 96? 95. 95? I yeah. think you're right. It's on Netflix. Damn it. They're both on Netflix. They are. The second one's good. The second one I like more than the first one. Okay. I just caught the ending of the I believe you. It's 95 for sure. The ending of the second one? Yeah. Where the guy like falls back on the landmine and... Yeah. <laughs> they're like... It's like they're on the beach and there's like the chain link fence between them in Guantanamo Bay mm-hmm. yeah Guantanamo Bay would you work there mm, get real weird with it <laughs> this is free uh, I got some off the cuff questions hit me with it off the cuff and then later on in this whole hullabaloo I have rapid fire questions okay rapid fire you gotta you know I'll, I'm gonna put the machine gun sound effect in it's gonna be a whole thing you lose First of all, is that Post Malone on your shirt? No, this is... Postus. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams. Is he the one that fell off the cliff? Yes. And broke every bone in his body? Back in... Well, not every bone in his body. Back in the 80s. Mm. He was in Idaho on a uh, uh, sheep hunt. A sheep hunt? Yeah, like a bighorn sheep. Oh, I got you. So... Not not like farmer sheep. No, 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 no. Slaying no. them. Like bighorn sheep. <laughs> They were going up this mountain in Idaho, and this, they had to be at least 
pretty high up there in elevation. Like higher than Snoop Dogg? Two two thousand feet elevation, maybe higher than that. That's pretty high. Yeah. Really? And it's a very steep hillside. So I guess there's loose rock and stuff. And I guess just stepped on this hillside, lost his footing, then tumbled down, busted his head open on a big boulder. Who's the best in the country? Oh. The man. best. The best. The best. Well, let me let me just say this. Say what? The country music they played today on the radio. Garbage. I don't listen. It's trash. It's garbage. It's too poppy. What happened to the outlaws? Like the flower? I like that old 1960s to 1970s country music. That good old shit. That good. That good stuff that where our like parents their and cigarette smoke goes through the microphone comes out of your speakers. Yeah. Raspy. Yeah. Tough. Just raw like dogs. That, that twang kind of sound going on. Hell yeah. You found a Dolly Parton? Huh? Dolly Parton? She's got some good songs. She's good. Have you heard Jolene? Yeah. That's a dope song. Where the hell hasn't heard I hadn't listened to hear it until uh, not but, I would say, a couple months ago. Somebody put it on. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty good story. It's sad, but I like it. I like when songs tell a story. That's what makes a good song. That's oh fuck yeah. Uh, what else did I like? Nine to five by Dolly Parton. That's that's my jam. I used to put that on in the morning and I just get pumped up. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Fuck this nine to five. I'm gonna get it. Um There's a movie she did in the eighties with uh Burt Reynolds. Burt. It's called uh, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've I've heard of it. God, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> what, a, what a creative name. The vessel. Do you think Bert gave uh, Dolly a poking? I mean, who wouldn't? It's Dolly Parton. It's Burt Reynolds. It's Burt Reynolds. Back in the back <laughs> in the eighties, you don't ba- you don't not bang Burt Reynolds. It doesn't matter if you're a female, uh, you're an actress or an actor, you bang him. I mean, Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey. I'm pretty sure he gave Sally Fields a poking. Sally. Sally Fields. She was a good She's an attractive woman, I'd she say. She still is. Oh, yeah, Sally Fields. Loved her. She is an, she's a tremendous... She's one of my favorite actresses. Tremendous actor. Mm-hmm. Before I start getting all excited and slurring my words. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Compared to what you hear on the radio to, like, a live performance, there's something... There's a whole new respect you get for an artist once you see them perform, how they interact with the crowd, if they're engaging... And just what they bring, if they like, they they can sound good recorded, but they don't have that it factor on stage uh-huh. that it that falls short. I want to be entertained. Yes, not enough that you have a great voice. Now dance, monkey. <laughs> I, I'm playing this. I paid good money for this ticket. Played good money for this shit. One time, I got mad respect for um Keith Urban. I used to think he's this little pretty boy with the perfect hair, right? This Australian. And my ex and I. Uh, her folks got us like front tickets. This is in Wheatland. Okay. Great tickets. And we saw um, Little Big Town. They were really good. I thought, oh, they're pop. But when you see them live and they do more acoustic stuff, that, that gets me going. Mm. And so Keith Urban's going and then takes a little break. And then miraculously, it's about 10 minutes later, he pops up on this little stage where the bleachers meet the grass for the amphitheater. And he turns around and goes, who's got the good seats now? And he starts playing for everybody in the back. Oh. I was like, Fuck you! I love you. That was just brilliant. It's it was, it's like why not give everybody a show, and that that just meant uh, it's it spoke a lot to me. 
right? I'm like, this is a good guy, you know? <laughs> we don't gotta whack him. And he comes back up front, of course. That's our spot. Now dance, monkey. Dance, monkey. And he stayed for, I want to say, a solid half hour, 45 minutes, signing stuff. He was on stage, and he's like, I, I gotta go. I'm sorry. And they just keep on signing, mm-hmm. loving every minute of it. He loves it. They love so I hate to burst your bubble, but I'm not a big fan of Keith Urban. That's okay. I'm sorry. It happens. Like I said, I like that old stuff. It. Uh, I like... I like a lot of the old stuff. I was, I really hopped on the uh, bandwagon, I'd say in the 2000s, like mid to late 2000s, where it was more Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, where the songs actually had some vestige of substance to it. I'll give you that. I, I listened to them a lot back in that era because it was Billy good. Currington. Like there's some stories. There's still there's still purpose to it. Nowadays mm-hmm. it is. We're drink. We're, we're it all sounds the same. We're going to a bar. We're gonna go to some backwood party. We're I'm gonna take you out to the middle of cornfield or a creek and yeah. have my way with you because I'm this country boy. And they rap about it and horribly. All, it makes me sick. It's all about God and tractors and your mom and this and that. And uh, that's why I cannot stand Georgia Florida line. Oh my God. They they had a few slappers in the beginning. Hipsters. And the voice is so ridiculous. <laughs> His voice is ridiculous. I'm sorry. So I'm going to stand up and I'm going to let you check out my shirt that I'm wearing. Please, let me see it. I see stars. What does it say? Uh, Bocephus? Bocephus. That's his his nickname. Why? If you don't like Bocephus, you can kiss my... Oh, it's a donkey because we can't say ass in a family-friendly environment. Exactly. Very good. Yes. Bocephus. 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 That sounds like a sexual maneuver. The Bocephus. <laughs> Might have to make that happen. Sounds a little dangerous. <laughs> you have to ask Big Man, you can't afford it. <laughs> um, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm loading one up. All righty. And the revolver. Like, yeah. A revolver. Metaphor Hit me with revolver. it. Both barrels. Let's Both go. barrels. Um, do you think you should receive royalties for uh, your namesake every time Nickelodeon is used? Or just Nick? Nick Jr., perhaps? Nickelodeon and Nick Jr. What about just Nick at night, perhaps? Nick at night. You should well, get royalty. Do you, do you feel like you are not being compensated? I never really thought of that before. Think about it before. Maybe I should take a little trip to Orlando, Florida. Florida. Yeah? And, Universal uh, Studios, Florida. And uh, ask for my, uh, my royalties. But then again... Would you go about it angrily, or... Amicably, you kind of got to go in nice and easy. Easy, but you let them um, know that you're a little upset. Like, well, hey, well, you go in nice and easy. I'm try there. to reason with them. Reason. If they're not gonna budge, then you got to step it up a notch. Like, let them know you're serious. How serious are you? I'm damn serious. Damn serious. Now, do you lawyer up beforehand and invest a lot of money? Money that you potentially, because lawyers are expensive. That might run you dry and gamble that you're going to get some royalties, get some millions, and then pay off the lawyers afterwards. Get Greg to do it. I was thinking about it. Get Greg to do it. Pro bono. Pro bono. Fuck yeah, pro bono. I mean, he is studying business law. Business law. So, he gets your royalties. You go hunting for the rest of your life. Give him a cut. How much of a cut? A pretty hefty cut. Hefty? I mean, his time, his labor. A hefty guy gets a hefty cut. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Keep your lawyers happy. Um, your mechanics, your barbers, your bartenders, your lawyers. Keep them all happy. What about yourself? Well, of course. <laughs> he comes last. <laughs>
Oh, it's good to let off steam. It's probably that's why I try to see it as you just let off steam when you go on a little tangent, a little rant, a little hissy fit. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've just yelled in my car. Have you yelled in your car? It's just you, and you just, just got to blow off some steam. Kind of talk to myself. It's good to talk to yourself. Yeah. It's like you have to have those conversations. Kind of assess this or play the situation back in my mind. It is good. And kind of just you know talk talk to myself. Talk I, feel it like, out. I feel like I'd scare people, or I feel like I do scare people if I'm like kayaking, and. I was be like talking to myself. There's something on my mind. I'm just talking it through. Mm-hmm. If you're kayaking or hiking and you see somebody floating down the river talking to themselves, it's a little bizarre. A little. I'm that'd be a little. Clear of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go back upstream. Keep my pepper spray locked and loaded. When's the last time you killed something, Nick? You been hunting this year? You get a buck? Uh, haven't deer hunted. Never deer hunted. No. No, I've always done the waterfowl and the uh, the upland game. Are you ever gonna hunt some deer? I would like to. I'm kind of looking into it. Kind of looking into it. Yeah. It's like... Just like trying to find some spots, and, yeah. you know, public areas, public land to go hunt on. Um, a lot of... a lot of Stumble across some cartel uh, weed plantations. That was my biggest fear, dude. Would you go in there with your... You know what? I'm hunting. Now I'm hunting. I came in hunting deer. I'm going to leave hunting. Man. Kill those motherfuckers. You know, if you got the hunters of America, get the NRA on it and just hunt down <laughs> the cartel plantations. Well, my biggest here, because I, I tend Martial to law. I tend to hunt by myself. Ooh. Oh, it's pretty it's pretty scary. Are you naked or uh, clothed? No, I'm clothed. Oh. Full camo. That sucks. But because you know a lot of my friends, they don't hunt. They're more of just the tactical. I just eat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't hunt. I don't gather. I I'm just a, reap I'm the rewards. I'm a weekend warrior, shooting range type person. You know, I'm just, all right. I mean, teach their own. It's gonna get to a point where you can do virtual hunting, and you'll feel it. It'll feel just just the same. Yeah. Except you won't get no meat afterwards. But it kind of scares me. That's one of my biggest fears. Mm. Is being somewhere up in the mountains or the foothills, trying to you know hunt a deer or whatever, and I stumble upon the grow of the Mexican cartel and, you know, and you they got, won't be you afraid to shoot there. you they won't be afraid to shoot your ass there's um what are they rattlesnakes mm-hmm. say a copperhead I didn't know copperheads don't have um rattles I was told that the other day I I just assumed oh rattlesnake no copperhead rattlesnake I thought they were rattlesnake. copperheads don't have rattles <sighs> cotton mouths which are also known as water moccasins those have, scare the shit out of me those don't have rattles either Oh, they're just underwater. I've heard stories of people they like swim a in water, person dude. like noodling for catfish mm-hmm. pulls his hand out and there's a water moccasin that has his fist in its mouth. Mm-hmm. Wild. Like we think we're at the top of the food chain. Walk out. Go go to the walk into nature a little bit. Yeah. See if you feel like a big man <laughs> or big woman or I mean being or anything in between. In the foothills, out in you know. Auburn or somewhere in... It's a mountain lions. Yeah, that's my Yee. biggest fear. Shoot, we got mountain lions here in yeah. Vacaville. Yeah. Yeah. They're all over the place. Everywhere. We're in their territory. Yeah. That's what's up. But, I mean, I would like to adventure into the big game category. Mm-hmm. Hunt some deer. That'd be fun. Some elk, some wild pigs. I, I just... I think if I was raised more attuned to it or was around it more, like that was the norm, I'd be more opt to try hunting but I grew up watching Disney and every animal every little thing has feelings and I just I grew up watching anthropomorphizing well, my, my favorite movies were they kind of still are Bambi and Fox and Hound Bambi oh just like the outdoorsiness of it yeah the hunting 
dude, what fucking scared me as a kid. What? So during the summers, I used to stay at my grandma's house for a couple weeks. Mm. So I had to be at least five or six. I was going to go to bed. I'm watching a movie before I go to bed. I'm watching Alice in Wonderland. Oh, God. By yourself in the dark. That shit is already trippy enough. That is pretty freaky. And then trying to watch it as a little kid in the dark that's before no, you go to bed. That's bad. You have nightmares? <laughs> it was kind of scary. Fuck yeah, it is. Those, I remember watching those like older Disney movies at my grandma's house. We'd watch like The Rescuers, the first one. They're oh, out, yeah. out in the bayou. Yeah. There's some old school... Like great old Disney movies, mm-hmm. stuff of stuff of substance, yeah. not these. Robin Hood, the old one. I never saw that one with the actual like the fox yeah. and all the animals. Oh, Didn't man. see it. There's some Disney movies I'm, I'm ashamed ashamed to admit that I haven't seen. There's a handful of movies in general, like say Citizen Kane, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Some there are some pearls that dwell. You haven't seen Reservoir Dogs? No. Okay, you gotta. I watch told you, Reservoir I'm ashamed. Dogs. I'm you gotta ashamed watch to Reservoir Dogs, but I will admit it. For the longest time, I hadn't watched Reservoir Dogs, and then, and then there's one day it's like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna see what's what's about. What was was the hubbub accurate? It was pretty good. Really? It was good. Damn it! I liked it. Uh, but they don't show you what's in the dang briefcase. I've heard it kind of correlates to Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, like yeah. that's the briefcase. Yeah. Could it be Satan's soul? That's the uh, running no running joke. Could it be a golden dildo. I don't know. <sighs> That's what you want it to be. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, there's a golden it's light like the coming greatest, out. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else could it be? What else? <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> a golden dildo, not a dildo. Don't. Um, what was I gonna say? Samuel Jackson or Denzel Washington? Who do you prefer? Samuel Jackson, motherfucker. Oh, you said the F. He says the F word. He didn't say the F word. He says, motherfucker. Mother- <laughs> Tick tock, motherfucker. <laughs> well, your previous question before that. What was that? If I ever, if I've killed anything, what was the last thing I hunted? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last thing I hunted was dubs in September. Did you get them? I got a couple. Did you send a message? Did you string up one by its head? and as, as, Prince, as Prince once said. What did he say? This is what it sounds like when dubs cry. Jesus. I made some dubs cry. How many dubs cried? Well, between me and my brother, there's a total of four. <laughs> what if they were fathers? What if they were sons? Daughters? You took them away. Nah. You, you've, you've ruined Thanksgiving. Ruined. They've already done Secret Santa. You've ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked the dub family, dude. You fucked them. I have no feelings. Do you feel? Have you ever felt? Felt for what? <laughs> Just emotion in general. Of course. Yeah? Every human. You're not a robot. Most humans have emotion. Some people have struggle to express it, but... Uh, yeah. We're funny creatures, aren't we? These humans that just walk around eating things, peeing on things. Shitting in the streets. Putting needles in their arms. Yeah. Smelling in, funny. In designated places. Oh, I mean, you need an audience, clearly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, follow-up question. Follow-up question. Well, let me, let me just say... Oh, please, question. please. So, Dove Hunt in September. Mm-hmm. And before that, it was in the spring. So, March, April, May. Mm-hmm. 
spring turkey season. The gobblers? Oh yeah. There's a lot on Pleasant Valley Road. There's a so, ton. I have a coworker that lives out on Pleasant Valley Road. Um, do you guys do drive-bys with kinda, your shotguns? No, 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 no. <laughs> get them, get them crossing the road. So he kind of lives kind of in between here and Vacaville mm-hmm. on Pleasant Valley. So it's all private property. I pretty much ask him every year. It's like, hey, you know, I'm going to come out, whatever. It's like, yeah, come on out. And so I set up um, a blind out there. I get out there with my decoys. I set it up. And then just sit in the blind and just kind of call to them, see what I can bring in. You making some noises? I'm making some noises. What, what noises What noises do you make? So, give me a demo. Give me a demo. Give me a demo? Please. Okay, so I can do this one. I can, <laughs> I, can do, I can do a gobble just with my voice. Gobble for me. I can do a gobble. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let me try that again. Let me try Please, that again. Please, play. Take it. No, that was, I was still like... Oddly aroused. Is that a mating call? A response mm-hmm. to ruffling or so the hens they'll kinda do like their yelping, kinda cackling. They'll do that. Y- y- and then the gobbler should oh, okay. respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. That's pretty good. And do they like do you, do they respond to you? Do you see them moved forward or so Amy. The calling, the calling that I'm doing, I'm mimicking a hen turkey. Mm-hmm. And during the spring, that's pretty much their their mating season. Mm-hmm. So the calls that I'm doing, I'm trying to just like you know, respond to them, just let them know, hey, I'm over here, or cool, I'm feeding, I'm just chilling, eating some bugs, whatever. Is it just a uh, a noise to present like where you're at, like what this is where I'm at? Don't worry, I'm not a predator or anything. Yeah. Just pretty much let them know where you're at. You speak turkey? Uh, immature male. It's called the Jake. So that's like a one year, a one year old turkey. It's called the Jake. Is that you know, like if you're insulting another hunter? Like, yeah, you fucking Jake. If they're like new at it or something. I mean, I guess you could. An I never insult? have. But Hunt, hunting jokes. Yeah. And then mature, mature tom or mature turkey. Is called the Tom. What about the ladies? They're just hens. There's no. <laughs> they don't deserve their <laughs> special names. No. Undeserving. But and you it, can you can tell a difference between the Jakes and the Toms. Mm-hmm. The Jakes are you know one year old birds, little stubby little beards up front, and when their tail fan is fully up, it's not completely it's not completely rounded. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a a top hat. So really. The, the middle feathers. Are going to be taller than the rest of the fan. A mature tom, when he's in full strut and his fan is is up, it's going to be like a complete arc. Because he's a man. Exactly. A big man. And he's going to have a longer beard. Is that a scrotum that's on their neck? No. What is it? It's just waddles. Why? Like no <laughs> skin. And then I the love little, it. The little thing that hangs. In yeah, the I love there. it. It's called a snood. A snood? Yeah. Yes! So. Yes! <laughs> yes! So depending on what their... Um, a snood! On what their their mood is. What? So depending on what their mood is. So say The snood indicates the mood! So, say... Oh, Nick, you're saying all the right things. Right so now. say say you have a mature Tom coming in. He's in full strut. He's, you know, his chest is puffed out. Yeah. His wing feathers are on the ground. It's tail fans up feeling himself yeah his head kind of tucks into his body 
that snood is gonna kind of stretch out and just hang over. He's hanging low. Yeah. So he's just you know strutting stuff like, hey, I like you know it check me out. If it's long, so if it's shriveled up, they're a little upset. Something's up. They're a little. They're not relaxed. So it's something because it can it can be long, and then they can control it to where they kind of like bring it back in like they, they um, contract it so it comes back in it gets shorter yeah so you know I'm sure the turkey police that makes it easier for the turkey police to catch somebody see when, if they're lying when, the, when, why, why is your snoot all shriveled bitch so, sold them drugs so when something's up you know something's uncomfortable like they feel like hey, you know I'm not safe kind of stick their head up and take a look their snoot is shortened up how's your snoot right now uh, Hanging. It's hanging. It's, it's hanging in there. It's dangling. Man, I feel like that's such a better word for penis. Snood. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm I'm mood. I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of the the turkeys I've killed. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one I'm. You eat them. Pretty proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Tastes like normal yeah. grocery store turkey. Oh yeah. Except it's yours. You got it. It's mine. And yours. Pure organic meat. Yes. Yes, that, as you're saying. Um, the one turkey that I'm pretty proud of. I killed it with my recurve bow. Really? Yeah, 10 oh, yards. 10 yard. You got that close? Wow. I set up stalking my stalking bitch. I set up my decoys at 10 yards. And in the early the early spring, so like opening day of the season, mm -hmm. the, the toms are pretty much all the males. They're looking for those hens to breed. So if they see you know, a group of hens with one male, they're like, oh, why does he have so many girls? Let's go, you know, let's go beat up on him. So uh, are you not allowed to shoot the hens? The spring season, as far as the regulations go, mm -hmm. you're allowed one bearded turkey per day for the spring season. Per day? Yeah. We have that many turkeys? I guess so, yeah. Wow. So one bearded turkey per day. And throughout the whole season, you're allowed three bearded turkeys. Okay. So some hens do have beards. There are bearded hens out there. So as long as it has a beard, it's a legal bird. So. And you killed them. Yeah. Killed them really good. I at least killed two this year. They feel you eat their hearts? No. They're, they're still beating heart, just hold in front of their eyes. They, <laughs> they gloss over. I win. I'm not that ruthless, okay? Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ten yards to the. That's a solid shot. To the decoys. Their bone so, arrow hunting is a lot more difficult than people give it credit for. It is. It's a lot more difficult. You have to be a lot more stealthy, a lot more patient, especially with recurves, because I don't have any sights. It's all instinctive. Oh really? Yeah. I don't have like. It's the, not like a composite bow with all the different strings and whatnot. It's a compound bow. Compound bow. Yeah, it's not like that. It's all just like a legless bow. It's all in instinctive. Like, I'm gonna stare at that spot in the wall. And then I'm gonna try to hit that spot. And fling! Yeah, just come up, full draw, anchor, and then just let go. Right in the snood. Ah! Eight inch beard. Mm hmm. 23 pounds. How big the snood? Eh, it was pretty big. I mean, just a good looking snood. Yeah. Probably pretty loose. I want my snood to be nice and long when I die, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just hanging low. Um, so, a common theme on the podcast is. I know you compare any two people, bring them to one-on-one -on -one naked combat like the, like the Greeks used to do in the Olympics, to the death, all greased up. 
Samuel so. Jackson and Denzel Washington, one-on-one -on -one naked combat. No tricks, just bronze and balls and cunning. It's, are they, like, wrestling? Fighting like, to the death, yeah. Wrestling, the death. they could throw a pendulum, like, whatever okay. those actors do. So fighting to the death, so yeah. eventually they're going to have, like, a sword or dagger or something? No, 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 one-on-one -on -one naked combat, that's it. No weapons, no nothing. Okay. It's pure. Oh, Denzel Washington or Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. That's a... Uh, that's a pretty good combo. It is. I gotta think about this. Please do. Um, let's see. Still gotta go Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson, I feel like he's got that... He's, he's got, got the it factor, I mean... He's got that edge. Denzel's good, but... I don't know. I mean, I could see either one winning, but... Say out of a series of seven, like they just get revived. I'd say Denzel... Uh, I mean, Samuel Jackson in seven. <laughs> Sam and seven, baby, let's go. It'll be a good fight to the end too. Denzel, he, he ain't no bitch. He, he'll he'll get his I mean, kills. There's I know there's there's training day, but all right. What well, other than training day? What do you think is? Oh, I got my answer. Like another great Denzel movie, like a go-to. A go-to. Yeah. Besides training day. Go. Oh. What What do you think deserves to be his second? Like he's painted the Mona Lisa. Now what's his starry night? I know it's two completely different painters, but... So I haven't so. seen this movie completely through, just mm. bits and pieces of it. Remember the Titans. I was going to say that. Remember the that Titans is... is yeah, that is the correct answer. Pretty good Because it... Because I agree with it. <laughs> but whenever whenever I see that scene of when they won state and uh, the car accident... Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can't help to think about that YouTube Ronnie clip Coleman. with Ronnie Coleman. Like, wait, baby! Woo! Gary Brashear oh my God. Man, that movie gets you pumped up. I love that movie. So good. Ryan Gosling's in it. Oh, yeah. Young Ryan Gosling. And yeah. then, yeah. And a young Hayden Pinatier. She's very little in that. She's a blonde actress. Oh, Smoking she, hot, I think. Is she the, uh, the coach's daughter? Yeah. Okay. Little girl. Okay. She's feisty in that. But she's grown up. And she's married. And I think she has a kid. The Blind Side. So good for her. That was a good movie. Blind Side's good. I like that movie. Can Ke uh, Tim McGraw do no wrong? He's handsome, articulate, loving. Yeah, Sandra Bullock is his wife. Sandra Bullock. Oh, she is smoking hot in that movie. <laughs> Sandy. Uh, Miss Congeniality. Loved her in that. Mm -hmm. Love Miss Congeniality. So you know those that scene or the few scenes where she's walking and then she falls? Cla it's classic. That's a so in an interview she iconic was, I should say they were talking about it in an interview and like did you really fall wearing those shoes like I didn't actually fall I guess she would have somebody like push her and then she would fall really yeah did this edit the guy out like I guess Seems like a I just of... focus the camera like in frame to where you can't see the whoever's pushing her from behind I mean seems like a lot of work for just small fall. payout yeah but hey it's iconic so whatever that. 
Miss Gracie Lou Freebush, I believe. I mean, that, that's that's her character. That fall, it's like she looks good, but she still is. Just wants world peace. Just, just what world peace. I didn't realize. I was like, what is she doing? Her her talent when she's making the uh, oh. the crystal uh, cup glasses sing. That was so cool. I was like, I've done that at home a, once. How to make you feel? Pretty amazing. I guess it needs like to be I, crystal. It needs to be a certain type of glass or texture. Because I tried doing yeah. it with wine glasses over here. I'm just spinning, spinning, feeling like an asshole because no sound is coming out. I think it has to be a pretty, like, like a thin glass. Thin? Yeah, like um, those wine glasses that are kind of, like, really tall. Yeah, yeah. Have, like, the tulip is really tall. That's it what it's just, called, the tulip? I'm assuming that's what it's called because it's kind of no that I mean, I believe you. I don't even know if snoot is legit. I've just taken your word for it. You could yeah. be fucking with me right no, now. No, no, no. It's legit. I love that. It's legit. I can, snoot. I can pull something up No, I, I have no reason to to not believe you because I love yeah. that. My new favorite word. Snoot. Snoot. You but continue about snooty the... Snooty son uh, of a bitch. Snooty son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you, I... Wine glass. I have a wine glass at home. I filled it up halfway with water one time. I was kind of cleaning it up. Mm. And I was like, my finger, you have to get your fingertip a little bit wet, too. And then I just run it across the top you, of you, the rim. You put your finger in your mouth? I run it under the faucet. Oh, okay. Come on, man. Hey, you know. And you just run it across. Get real weird with it. Around the rim of the, the wine glass, mm -hmm. and it starts making that sound. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool, kind of dump out some water kind of change the the pitch of it mm -hmm. i like that it's a cool whoever discovered that must have just been bored like ah yeah that's nice i'm gonna keep doing what that is this? Uh, what's this what's this give me five more glasses five more oh have you ever seen a nightmare before christmas I have what's not. this what's this it's probably tim burton's in my opinion second best movie because uh beetlejuice with michael keaton uh. let's go a very young Alec Baldwin. I forget the actress's the actress that was in there, the wife. But it's dark. Anyways, you were gonna say. I remember the movie as a kid, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I remember that as a kid. Don't really haven't really watched it. I've never watched it. And same with Beetlejuice. I've only seen bits and pieces of Beetlejuice. Glorious. So it's my so bizarre. My girlfriend is a fan of both movies. Yeah. She's like. You haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas? You just gotta bite the bullet, sir. Yeah, and she's like, she always quotes it too. She's like, uh, what was it? I'm Jack the Pumpkin King or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's iconic for a reason, like the character Jack Skellington. Yeah. But she's, I, myself, I'm not a big fan of scary movies and stuff like that. I'm mm. not saying that Nightmare Before Christmas is a scary movie, but just not really. scary movies in general. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like, like the feeling of being scared either. It's like, the anxiety is I, I have enough to, I have enough bullshit in my real life to deal with. I don't need this hour <laughs> and a half of extra added anxiety. So like seems gratuitous. When it came out. Yeah. The the first one. Yep. The first chapter. When that came out in theaters. My girlfriend was gonna go by herself to go watch it. And I was Foolish. Like, I was like, no, you're not going by yourself. There's too many crazies out there. Yeah. I'm going to sacrifice my psyche and go with you. There you go. So, How to treat you. Dude. It was, for as scary as it is, it was good. It was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Scary as hell. Second, second part to, to that. I hate clowns. Oh, what? I fucking hate clowns. Come on. I hate clowns. Why? 
they're always the fucking child rapist, the murderer. Who else is gonna do it? They're jumping on the grenade for us. Yeah. Just cause Al was it Al Bundy? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Just cause he went out and you know made a boo boo. <laughs> made a boo boo. He's ruining clowning for everybody. Okay. Well. I don't like clowns. <laughs> I didn't mean I to refer clowns. to the murder and rape of children to boo-boos. <laughs> Perhaps a little insensitive. So, after watching that movie, I was fucking paranoid. How paranoid? Like, I'd be in the shower washing my hair and be like... Okay, Am I bleeding? I'm going to open my eyes and nobody's going to be there. So I'd open my eyes real quick and turn around and say, okay, we're good. But what if he's on the other side of the curtain? So I just like whip the curtain back real quick. Okay, he's out there. Any little sound I heard. Come on. Well, any, I mean, any little sound I heard. It's like, what the fuck was that? Well, even before it, when you're in the shower and hear any kind of nudge from the other side of the door, clearly someone or something is there to kill you. Hmm. It's the facts. Yeah. Wow. And only when you open the door, they're like scared. They they get out of there. <laughs> For sure. But not uh, scary movies. Yeah, the original was, It movie that came out, Tim Curry as the uh, yeah, as It, laughable. Much. It is so funny how bad that movie is, and it, then the second movie with the adults, disgusting. Like John Ritter's in it, and it, like it's it's bizarre. The acting is so bad; it's almost like it's almost like a porno movie that never gets to the porn. It's just that <laughs> caliber of acting. It's garbage, 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 basura. So, the original It with Tim Curry and all that, mm. I haven't seen it. Don't. From from my girlfriend says, it's not scary at if all. If you want to watch it ironically and get a laugh, watch it. Okay. You'll laugh. I'm, I'm going to have to it's do funny. one of these days. It's so, it's so bad it's funny, just how outdated it is. Just but how I, ridiculous it is. But the, the new It, the second chapter. Did you see it? I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. Because, I mean, I have to see what happens now. I saw the first half. I, I love Bill the Hader. Half. The cast is great. James McAvoy, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Skarsgård. Did you see um, Deadpool 2? No. Nick! I told you I'm not a fan of like superhero movies. It's or so funny. Anything like that. It's so goddamn funny. I would implore you to watch one. Watch the first one. You'll laugh your ass off. It's so funny. A lot of my girlfriend's co-workers have said like, Deadpool is funny. You it's hilarious. Okay. You need to watch it. Okay. In fact, I will not rest until you tell me you watch it. I'm going on a hunger strike until you watch it. Okay. Please, Nick. You're going to look like Joaquin Phoenix in the oh, Joker. Oh, just losing it. <laughs> That's the goal. Would you fuck me? He's just dancing. <laughs> I'd fuck me. Um, I was, before you got here, I was watching a documentary on HBO because, you know, pinky up, baby. It's called They Shall Not Grow Old. It's a World War One documentary. Okay. And it is fucking insane how well done it is. It's all... Um, it's not... Uh, what's it called? Narrated. It's just soldiers talking, that, like their like recorded experiences from way back then. What's all, all the videos been colorized and everything. It's it's done well and it just every, the story's told through their voice. Okay. And it's like two hours long, but it is insane. You see so much graphic shit. Is that the same movie that they played in like select theaters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Peter Jackson did it. Okay. So it's it's what by the museums and. Uh, the like World War One museums over there, the BBC. It's it's so well done. It's it very unique, how, like how they do it. The technology, you could tell. It's like the, it's it looks fake, 
It's remastered. Almost, but it's remastered. So it's original footage. Okay. And they colorize it the best they can. Of like, I assume they look at the landscape at the time, what would have gone on, what their uniforms would have looked like, and they took their faces and reconstructed them 3D almost. Okay. You can tell they kind of look like 3D characters, but it's just patched up, but it doesn't bother you that much. You're just seeing it in color and just how blown to bits these guys are and they were so young there's 15 year olds 16 year olds 17 year olds signing up to go to this carnage this that war changed the world if you listen to dan carlin's blueprint for armageddon podcast it's called our hardcore history and it's six episodes called blueprint for armageddon it's all about tells you from the beginning to end world war one all the politics the players what happened amazing it's like if you know, Shuttleworth was talking to you. You're just enthralled. I mean, there's young kids that weren't even old enough to enlist in you know, the, the military to fight the war. Hell yeah. So they lied about their age to get in. Oh, they lied or the person at the recruiting office, like one guy, had, there was a quote. He's like, oh, I'm uh, 16. He's like, oh, you sure you're not 18? He's like, yeah, I am actually. And he's like, all right, sign here. Like they, they wanted, they needed bodies. Yeah. They're like whatever, you're going to die anyway, so <laughs> go and fight. Uh, would you? I guess the question is, would you have survived World War One if you went in there? You got in the fray, the oh ruckus. Um, it's a good question. Thank you. Fifty-fifty chance, maybe. Ah, uh, doubt. 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 Millions died. That I'd say. Well, depending on the conditions. The conditions were horrendous. Yeah, you got trench foot. Either you got there's yeah, lice, were. rats. At any time you get sniped or like a mortar shell coming in your, your trench. Yeah, I'd be toast. You get drowned in the mud. But it's not just mud in no man's land. It's mud and gasoline and guts from humans and horses and oil. Yeah. Jordan! It is. It was. Well, when you just hear how it's described and when you see it, it's just. Pure carnage. Pure carnage. The closest hell could ever be on Earth. Yeah. So, Horrifying. based off of those conditions, I don't think I'd, I'd be toast. I'd be toast. There's no way. And they're just. They laugh. There's a dark gallows humor that the soldiers adopted mm. just to cope with it all. And then you get, oh, you can get gassed too. Don't mm. forget about that. You could get gassed but Much survive that, and then go back home to your farm and then die later. Your lungs are just filling up with fluid. You just get like pneumonia. Mm-hmm. I've actually had pneumonia. Die. You did? Yeah. Kicked its ass. Like two, three years ago. Really? Yeah, dude. Back in. Damn. What happened? Just one of those shitty winters where there's a lot of moisture in the air. Moisture. And, uh, yeah. Got pneumonia in my lungs. Do you get shots, or how, how, do, you do, how do you beat pneumonia? Pop pills. Pop pills? Uh, antibiotics. <clears throat> and sure enough, I mean, does it affect your breathing now? I've heard it's kind of lingering effects forever. Um, it doesn't really affect my breathing now. Mm-hmm. It's just when it gets to that time of year, there's a greater possibility that I could get, get it again. Skylar's gotten it. I was like three or four times when he was younger, like walking pneumonia. Mm. I think it just lingers and waits for its turn. It's like, all right, yeah. tis the season, bitches. Before I even went to the doctor, I thought it was just, you know, common cold. Yeah. I My voice was raspy. I was coughing. Sounded like a damn chain smoker. Mm. And uh, I finally went to the doctor. It's like, oh, yeah, you have pneumonia. Oh, cool. Great. Thanks, doc. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I went to the doctor. Yeah. I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Just a physical just to see if everything is operating at uh, full capacity. Or in three quarters. Tickle the balls. Tickle the balls. Yeah, the boys are good. <laughs> the boys are good, all three of them. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs>
I guess like, you answered my, my previous question, like your favorite class in high school. I'd say Shuttleworth, U.S. History is pretty dope. But Miss G, it's hard to beat Miss G's classes. Spanish 3 and 4. I never took Spanish in high oh, school. Oh, come on now, I, I wish no. I wish I did so I can speak my native tongue. Mm. But I did not. I took the alternate route was a fine art. How's that paying off for you? I mean, I know how to do a little bit of woodworking. Oh, that's cool. And uh, ceramics, I mean, I don't really sculpt anything out of clay. You have that little pedal, and then you just start spinning your, your bowl around. I really use those, dude. Everything yeah. was by hand. Follow the clay and yeah. bend it to your will. Just kind of use your creative mind and just shape everything. People need to be creative a lot more. They, we need to, You need well, to exercise that muscle because it's not used nearly enough. It came natural because I'm left-handed, and they say left-handed people are more creative. Ah, I, I bat and golf lefty, but I write righty. So I guess I'm just confused. <laughs> well, I'm confused too. I mean, aren't we all? Everything I do, eating, writing, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> it's all left-handed. Baiting, but. <laughs> I switch hit. That's it. Oh, really? <laughs> I can't do that. So I can't get into it. As far as like shooting my bow, shooting guns, I'm right-handed. I'm right-eye dominant. Really? Yeah. So is it kind of does that hinder you a little bit, or do you think it benef- you benefit from it? You're mm-hmm. just used to it by the. I'm thing. just used to it. Yeah. I mean, right. I should probably. So I have. A revolver, a single action revolver, 357 Mac. Mm-hmm. I can shoot that left-handed and right-handed. I think ambidextrous. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like I do better left-handed with that than yeah. I do my right hand. Could you have been a gunslinger in the old west? Maybe. Yeah. The vaquero. You what? The vaquero. The vaquero. Why not? Mm. Why not? I, I don't know. The old west was. A little... Rough and tumble time, eh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I need to brush my teeth. Where's the Wi-Fi? I have no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I drink too much whiskey and I have no uh, teeth. I mean, what else are you going to do? Read? I Sit, Like, lay down in bed with read your bridges? Oh, my God. Who, who reads anymore? Exactly. Everything's on oh. autobook. Do you think, uh, do you think uh, gun safety should be taught in high school or be some kind of elective? I think so. We're in an age now. Just, everybody's gonna have to have a gun and their birth certificate. Just be more aware of it. Be aware. Just you know. Just to have a respect for it. Yes. To to respect when people do operate and handle guns safely and you correctly. See, you see a lot of this stuff on social media. People trying to be hard and gangsters and flashing their it's, their guns around. It's like okay, it's not what they're for, dude. You're obviously fucking idiot mm. you don't have respect for it and you're not yeah respect the gun for sure it could kill you yeah as if there's anything more obvious than that kill yourself people just, kill other people ac- you drop accidental it fire what are you gonna say at the funeral i i, I don't want to be all gloom and doom but that's that's i always think worst case scenario the, exactly i just dwell on it i can't i have a hard time elevating from that mm-hmm. mindset to the point where like, I'm nervous around them almost all the time. I'm a li- I have a little twinge of anxiety. It's fun to shoot them and everything, but I just... There's some part of me that's still a little uneasy. You just you just need training with it. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is, who is experienced... Daily. Who knows how to handle it safely and mm-hmm. respectfully. Have them show you how to use it 
with respect and safety. Right. You should be good to go. Yeah. I need something. Like when I move into a new place, if I have a family, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I figured I want some fighting chance in case the worst does happen. Keep it locked in a safe mm-hmm. away from the kids. I don't get how kids are open, cracking open these safes or getting into the gun the gun safes or something. Yeah. It's ludicrous. It's either they know where the key is, they know the safe combination to get in. Mm-hmm. How do they figure that out? Or they just either they know where it is, like they've kind of like stumbled upon it, or their parents have told them, okay, this is where we're going to keep the key, this is the combo. I would, I just, I'm, I don't want to take that chance. Yeah, I was kind of running through that situation no in my head, and I was like, I kind of do, you know, for, you know, worst case scenario, somebody breaks in, we're not home. Double tap. Yeah. I would, I would yell at them first, just in case it's somebody I know. Mm-hmm. Because there's horror stories of people shooting somebody that gets home late from the bar or something like that. Yeah. Like, I came home at 2, to, 2 a.m. last night. Luckily, my folks are just heavy sleepers. The dogs are passed out. And I just waltzed on in. Yeah. If I if the door's locked or something like that, and my mom or dad gets spooked, they pull out a gun, whammy. But they knew I was coming home. So I guess communication would be... Yes. Communication is crucial. Yes. Uh, next question. If you had to give up a finger, which one would it be? Give up a finger. Yep. One's got to go. One's got to go. I noticed the knife. I've noticed, noticed two knives. Knife too. That's from uh, The Hobbit. Ah, sting. But he, that, that sword does make an appearance in Lord of Rings. Definitely keep the thumbs, because without the thumbs, you can't... You only got to give up one, just one. Okay. I'll give you your thumbs. Uh, index fingers, those are my trigger fingers, I had to keep those. Mm-hmm. I like your reasoning. Keep uh, going. Gotta save the middle fingers. Save them. Because I gotta give a fuck you every now and then. Yep. Um, maybe the ring fingers just kind of like as a backup. I, I get, If I had to choose one, I'd say right, right ring finger. Right ring finger. Yeah. Okay. Um, and plus, I have really long middle toes. I just take that son of a bitch off and put them back. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I got a backup. I got a, I got a really long middle, my little my middle toe is longer than my big toe. Okay. Pizza time. I don't know. I'd have to go maybe the pinkies. But both. then again, would you give both pinkies even though I asked for one? Both pinkies? No. I would. <laughs> All right. Which one? Which the pinky? bare minimum. Which pinky? Right. Probably you're right then, since you're left-handed. Yeah. I mean, I'm right-handed, but you know, marriage is important. <laughs> I'll ask for like the bottom. You know how your fingers are like cutting the thirds right. if you look at the wrinkles. I would, I would request the lower third, <laughs> lower third. <laughs> and then take the tip off, you know, the other pinky or something like that. I don't know, something. I don't know. Now that you mentioned the ring finger, I might I might give up one of my ring fingers. Maybe the left ring finger. You ain't getting married? Yeah, man. You can always do the right one. You could. You could. I, I guess, yeah. Left middle finger. I mean, I'm right. Because I mean, I guess I would rather have my right hand intact. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta save the pinkies because what not? What you gotta get in there, dude? Pick that's my nose digging. Exactly. Finger. Exactly. People think that my long pinky nails for cocaine. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Effectively picking boogers. Exactly. I've never done coke. Have you ever done coke? No. I, I fear it. Weed. I, c- whenever that was around, if I was at a house or something in college and that shit got busted out, there's just. It's just a red flag, and I, I don't even want to be around it. I don't even want to take the chance if it gets busted up or any anything yeah. like that. 
Pablo Escobar's taught me enough to stay away from the coca. Mm-hmm. Cocaina. I'm glad I never got into that. That could be a slippery slope, dude. Because I definitely have an addictive personality. So. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to chance it. Nope. No. No one to. Oh, hey. You're busting out the nose candy. I got to I gotta go. The booger sugar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a beer, and I'll, I'll see you later. Yep. There it goes. That's it. Oh. Uh, just it's in a little intense. Bad news. So much. I Bad can, news. I, I'll just drink coffee. Whatever. I'll have free workout. <laughs> Gets the, it's, it's the, the same s- thing. Same thing. Just keeps it going. So what finger was it? Your right ring finger. Yeah. Pretty sure. You'll be graded on this later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, why are beards such a staple of manliness? Are they the equivalent of antlers for humans? That is a good question. You know, I, w- I would say yes. And it kinda, I would say the Arabic cultures, are, it's like when you're, a beard is a symbol of uh, your manhood. Mm-hmm. You're, you're there. That's what, you know, beards are renowned. They're thick, full beards over there. They're glorious. They are pretty glorious. Your beard is pretty good, too. However, it, it needs some work. I've tried working I'd say on a little. Tr- it, I feel like a little trimmage. Some trimming, yeah. I might toss some constructive criticism from a guy that couldn't grow anything close to that. So I would agree to you. Yeah. Slip. Some Some... Uh, it could be cleaned up a little bit. Usually, usually when I go to the the barber shop, get a haircut, I tell them, hey, you know, could you a trim, kind of clean it up, make it look nice. Carpets match the drapes, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Take that as a yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it's a matching set. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, they are pretty manly though. With myself. I would like more length and fullness. You want more girth. <laughs> you want you want length and girth. Length and girth, okay. I tend to get patchiness. One side grows better and looks better than the other. I get a lot of patchiness. If you hold your breath and like push, it'll hair will like kinda come out like play. I wish it was that easy. I wish I could be the Isn't that how you grow your beard? You just hold your breath and push. Pure testosterone, my friend. <laughs> That's what your beards are. It's just pure testosterone. testosterone, and it turned into hair, then turns gray. Yeah, you have no gray hair. I you actually full do. mane. You got some in my head. Yeah. Welcome, brother. I got like one up here towards the front, Once and there's some more back here. A couple sons of bitches. A damn woman of mine. She's stressing you out. Stressing. God damn. Yeah. Making an honest man out of you. Yep. I got a ton of gray hairs on the side of my head. You got a, a little. Uh, Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. Mr. Fantastic. Although I wouldn't consider myself Mr. Fantastic, but I got some gray hair on the side of my head. Numerous sources. Numerous reasons why, but yeah. I, but they haven't been popping up lately, so maybe something's going right. I got a few gray hairs. If you look in like my mustache and like my the front chin part of my beard, mm-hmm. there's uh, some blonde hairs in there. I've blonde been, hairs? I've been told there's... A little bit. There's some red hairs in there too. I can see that. Greg for sure has red hairs in his beard. Oh yeah. Beard. That's oh yeah. Funny. Um, yeah. The the blonde hair comes from my dad. Dad's blonde. Kind of like a dirty blonde. Dirty. Yeah. He used to be. I think when he said he was younger, it used to be like a lot blonder. I guess like a toehead. <laughs> what the hell that means? Uh, a toehead? Yeah. Huh. Some old folk jargon. I guess. I, I know not what it means. He once told me, he once sent me to the store and be like, oh yeah, if you're going to, to you know, Walmart or whatever, I need you to get me some shampoo and some cream rinse. 
Cream Brent? Yeah. Your dad from the 1800s? What the hell is he talking about? I have no idea. So, <sighs> Mr. Hayes. By Cream Brent, I thought he meant, oh, okay, body wash. What, what, what do you mean? Fucking conditioner. Why don't you just. What do you call it? Cream Brent. Cream Brent? Yeah. Why didn't you just call it conditioner? I would have known what you were talking about. No, no, no. These. Yeah. No, I, that, I would, I would have, that would have thrown me for a loop. I thought, like, <laughs> I you want food? I don't know. Shit. Speak up, goddammit, dad. What are you going to be for Halloween? I have no idea. I have no thought put into it at all. It's okay. I got invited to a Halloween party. At uh, Justin's? Yeah. Yep. I'll see you there. All right. I can't wait. I don't know. I can't think of what I want to be. I was thought maybe I should bring back the the banana costume from bring years. it back and get sexy, get real weird. But since we moved from like three or four different houses, I think throughout the moves I finally may have parted with it. I can't. Oh find really? It yeah. Well, there's about fifty spirit stores within a twenty yard radius, so mm-hmm. we can make a trip. We My can girlfriend, uh, she works for for Nugget. In Davis, mm-hmm. the one on Covell. Her, she works in the bakery department. And yes, her department for Halloween, they're doing a theme. They're doing Alice in Wonderland. Or not, not Alice in Wonderland, I'm sorry. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Okay, okay. She's going to be the flying monkey. <laughs> She's always wanted to be a flying monkey. Then she gets to be a flying monkey. She's a That's flying monkey. Sweet. She's just going to hop around. It's pretty cool. She already has the outfit? Um, my mom... Is actually sewing. Nice, handmade. Moms are dope like that. They can sew things. (laughs) Reap what you sow, Nick. So last Sunday, Mm. I went to dinner with Yvonne and Justin. Mm. Went had sushi. I came home. I was full from dinner. I had no idea. My nose and my eyesight and just everything failed me. I had no idea my mom was baking a peach cobbler in the oven. She said it was just getting out of the oven right when I came home. I didn't smell any delicious goodness or anything. The next morning, I got up to go make coffee. I see this casserole dish on the counter with peach cobbler in it. And I was like, wait a minute. Where did this deliciousness come from? How did you deny the peach cobbler? I don't know. Dude, she was, she go was back gonna, to the doctor or something. She's going to tell me. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's... I just made a peach cobbler. It's just coming out of the oven, and I must have passed out or something. Jesus, you're in a sushi coma. That happens. You have to eat till you're just disgusted with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, If you could have a beer with any historical figure, who would it be? Any historical figure. Anybody. I peg you as a Teddy Roosevelt guy. Just be out hunting ducks. Or grizzlies. He he was a amazing an outdoorsman. I mean, he's he's the one who. I bet he smoked weed. <laughs> Hell yeah, Teddy smoked weed. He's the one who pretty much established, hey, we need some sort of conservation going on here. Because at that time, it was just a free for all. Mm-hmm. It was like market honey. We need regulations so we don't wipe out the species. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like conservationists was... and hunters are hunters are conservationists. Yeah. They just Every, so, worship nature in a different way. So all the hundreds of dollars I spend on buying firearms or buying archery equipment, buying mm. ammunition, buying you know gear or whatever, even, even my license and my stamps for the year, 
a portion of that money that I've spent goes back for conservation. Really? Yeah. That's got to feel pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. It's good for the animals. Good for the Nick. It's going back to what I love to do. And then you keep, and then your it's kids a, will be able to enjoy doing it. It's circular. It's a full circle. It's a circle of life. Exactly. And death. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe in Santa Claus? Of course. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Are you ready for the rapid fire? Oh, we'll get my these. It'll, it'll be a good way to wrap up this show. A nice little cha 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 a cha 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 Dave bow bow. Oh yeah, Dave. All right, let's all right. Let's cheers to uh, Sunny in Philadelphia to their what fifteenth season? Fourteenth. Fourteenth season. Fourteen seasons. How is that possible? How do they come up with more ideas? I haven't watched since I want to say season nine or ten. I've, I I completely fell off the wagon and got run over by the horse. I'm gonna have to look and, on look on Amazon and see if they have any more of the uh, later seasons. Like on DVD, because mm-hmm. I think the last DVD set that I have has to be at least season seven, I believe. Really? Yeah. They're so good. With kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. You're so stupid. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie Day. All right. Take it. Take a sip. Are you ready for this? Hit me. Your mind. Your mind right. Your yep. mind ready. You're good to go. Yep. Alrighty. Uh, do you say GIF or JIF? GIF. Very good. That is correct. You're uh, talking about like the pictures on like yeah, yeah, social the, media. Yeah, the graphic motion. Okay. Yeah. Um, ranch or blue cheese? Dude, ranch. Correct. Depending on what I'm doing. Left or right? Uh, right. Correct. Uh, flour or corn tortillas? What say you? I know it depends, but if you have, you have to pick one, Sophie's Choice, baby. I'll go with flour. Correct. Nice. You can't make a burrito with corn tortillas. Or flour. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Burritos over tacos. Clearly. But corn tortillas are for tacos. Yes. Purely tacos. Delicious. Flour tortillas are for your burritos and fajitas. I'd agree. Yes. I'd agree. And uh, quesadillas. You can also do... The flour can... tortilla is so much more variable. So much more variable. Yeah. It's not even a question how much how much culinary diversity the flour tortilla brings to the goddamn kitchen. You can also, now I'm excited. You can also do... Ah! <laughs> you, Finish my coffee. You can also do quesadillas with corn tortillas, too. And they also they make a great taquito and like a big flour fluffy pass. flour tortilla. Put some peanut, like spread peanut butter down the middle and roll it up. A little peanut butter roll up. So we call ah! this, we call this uh, Mexican PB&J. Mm. There's no more bread in the cabinet. Nada. And you're desperate for a PB&J. Desperado. <laughs> Sorry, that's not. You bad. get a flour tortilla. You spread the peanut butter and the jelly, and then just kind of, you can fold it in half, or you can just roll it up, and it's delicious. The flour tortilla is far superior. Home, homemade flour tortillas and homemade corn tortillas is like a new. Oh, it's it's by level. far better than anything you get at the at the store. Of course. But I remember going to, God, what was it? It's not Chevy's. It was I don't, I don't know if there's many of them around. It's like a, it was a chain Mexican restaurant. On the border? No, not on the border. Chevy's. 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 And like they had a machine that just 
yeah. bumped out fresh tortillas. You just yeah. take them. They're warm, powdery, soft. Yeah. soft. Oh, delicious. I guess this whole conversation negates the rapid fire thing, but who gives a shit? To take time out of the day We're going to pay homage tangents. to flour tortillas. Let's go, flour tortillas. We're all tangents here, baby. Tangents, rants, digression. I love going off on these tangents. I love it. All right. Flour tortillas. Flour tortillas. Clearly, you are going off right now. You are on fire. Everything you say is correct. Okay. Because I agree with it. <laughs> Therefore. Next question. Um, all right. We get a little tougher. IPA or light beers? I'm going to have to go with some light beers. Light beers? Yeah. You know what? There's a few IPAs that I'll are just. I'll agree. They're a little too filling. Mm-hmm. And some of them were just off the scale with the the hops and everything. Yeah. And the um, the IB or the alcohol by volume. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I'm gonna, I want to just drink something and just chill. Right. If I have you know a seven percent IPA, a f- loaf of fucking bread. Exactly. I'm full. I'm heavy. Yeah. It's hot outside. And I'm already fucking buzzed. And I gotta pee. And I've only had two drinks. I mean, it's good for a quick buzz, but it'll sneak. IPAs will sneak up on you. Yeah. There's no wrong. Can- I decided that there's no wrong answer with this question. However, light beers, it's a nice soothing drunk. Uh, it it stop, starts off with a nice buzz. Mm-hmm. It warms you up. It takes warms you in. Up. And then if you want to get naughtier, it'll get naughtier. It'll play with you. Mm-hmm. You'll be peeing a lot. You'll be hydrated. Yeah. Clear and copious. But I think for the day drinking and longevity of the day, more, that's more the, social. It's more social, far more social. Yes. And it's good for games. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be chugging IPAs. Like, you'll, like you wanna, said, you'll be done. Play, I don't want to play beer pong and be chugging down some stouts. Light beers are the flour tortillas of the bev- bevy world, yes? Can we agree? Yeah. It's so it's so variable. It's very variable. Uh, moving on. Uh, whiskey or vodka? Whiskey. Whiskey? What kind of whiskey? Um... I used to always go with the Jack Daniels. Yeah. Gentleman Jack's pretty good. There's some intense stuff. What is it called? John Wick drinks it. It's a whiskey. Blanton's, I think it's called. Oh, I don't and know. And there's a little equestrian, like a horse racer. It's a different uh, little statue on top of the cap for every bottle. Okay. Well, there's like five different variations of it. And boy, how I've tried it before. It is, it's a super expensive, but it was like quality. You can you can taste it. You don't, you don't chase it with anything. You just sip. Yeah, taste that smoke, delicious. Um, I, I used to I used to go towards the uh, original Jack Daniels. Jack's fantastic, and uh, I don't know. I've been kind of going over to the the Crown Royal. Crown Royale, it's not um, bad. Crown Royale. I tried Conor McGregor's whiskey. It's not bad. Proper twelve. Mm. I'm not endorsing it though, because it's like it's just Conor McGregor. That's why you're gonna jack up the price. Fuck it's, you. Exactly. It's a good whiskey, but. <laughs> Would it make it that much more special if he if he did it, endorse it or create it? It's just whiskey. It's just whiskey. Um, would you rather sniff meth or paint? Paint. Paint. Good call. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Yep. Shotguns or rifles? Ooh. Mm. I have to say shotguns. Shotguns. I have a, I have a very man. deep love for shotguns. Hell yeah. That's what I started out with. Very good. Uh, whispers or screams? <laughs> <laughs> what's my what's my backstory on out this of, one? Out of context, it's 
quite a bizarre. I mean, it's just an odd question in general. Whispers or screams? Yeah, what do you prefer? I would say whispers. Whispers? I'd rather have somebody whispers than fucking screaming, because screaming gets annoying after a while. I The the drunken white woman in public is one of the most annoying creatures I've ever <laughs> oh heard. Oh my god, you're here! Yeah. They're just taking selfies at the bar in Vacaville mm. last night, and God help me. I mean, I was I, I think the, the conclusion I came to, I was a little salty that I was not on their level and enjoying the euphoria that was flowing through their loins. Okay. But irritating as fuck. Good Lord. Yes. The drunken white woman. For fuck's sake, shut the fuck <laughs> up. They've never had alcohol before. Second, second to the drunken white woman in public, drunken Giants fans in public. Jesus, uh. I'm a Giants fan. But even then, I am just uh, to taking the ferry back after the game, just hearing him sing and stuff. I'm like, shut up. Shut up! It's on my bucket list. What's on your bucket list? I have never been to a Giants game. Oh. I want to I wanna go to a Giants game. Actually, never ever? I've never been to a major league baseball game. Nick, you call yourself a man. I've been to River Cats, but that's like what? Triple A, minor but, league? I mean, it's a good start, but you gotta go to a major league game. Yeah. The season's over now. But the Giant Stadium, I went with my buddy John on Saturday. I haven't seen him in a while. Ate some choice, you know, gummies and such, and enjoyed three hours of baseball and on a San Francisco, sunny San Francisco Saturday. And it was great. We just walked around, got some sandwiches afterwards. It was delicious. It was delightful. What a great time. We lost to the freaking Dodgers. We're Giants fans. We don't root for the Dodgers. We do not. I want them to lose. I'm so happy they lost last night. <laughs> In stunning fashion. I hate them. So, what was it? More the fans. A couple, the, uh, couple years ago, mm. uh, the World Series, the Astros and the Dodgers. Yeah, they lost. I was dying. The whole World Series. That's the only time I watched baseball mm-hmm. is the World Series. Whole time. It's a long season. It's intense, isn't it? It is intense. Very intense. Especially with the... Uh, that one year, the Cubs and the Cleveland Indians. Oh my God, that game seven. Whoa. The greatest game I didn't get to watch. They broke the curse. Class. They broke the curse. They. Bill Murray that was, was there. In, that was intense. That was so incredible. The yeah. Gi- Watching the Giants win. Mm. I've never felt such Believe euphoria. In. Don't stop. 2010, probably the best year they won it. That team was such, just a bunch of oddballs and mis- misfits. Mm-hmm. 2012 was pretty amazing. Every year they did it. There's a great story. There's great narrative leading into it. And it just made it fun to watch. Plus, like, they're my team. Yeah. Greatest thing I ever did see, like, on TV probably is Travis Ishikawa. He hit a home run to win. I think it was a wild card game. But it was late in the game. Clutch walk-off home run over right field. Glorious. I think how long the game takes, it adds more intensity. A little more anxiety because it's drawn out a little mm-hmm. bit pitch by pitch. And it's just the... It just keeps building the tension, and then oh, you get a base hit or strikeout. You do get release. It gives you release, for better or for worse. But yeah, but during that whole World Series game between the Astros and the Dodgers, rooting for the Astros. Hell the yeah, and they, and they did it. They because it we're off. Giants fans. We don't root for the Dodgers. The Do- Well, the Giants, since they don't win anymore, watching yeah. the Dodgers lose it still feels pretty good because you know their fans are sad. Of course. It's like... Yeah, you got to the World Series, but at the end Choked. of the day, you did. You won. As, the Giants won as many World Series as you did. Zero. Meow, 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 meow. Um, all right, are you ready for the next question? Hit me. Nagasaki or Hiroshima? Oh. <laughs> uh, Nagasaki. Sick. 
You're a sick man. Uh, black or white? Mm, let's do white. You racist piece of shit. It's all there, black and white. Yeah, harumph, 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 harumph. Um, Superman or Superwoman? Superman. <laughs> Faster than the speed and bullet. So fast. The fastest. Odd, odd or even? Let's get a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> he winked. He winked. Uh, yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Yay. Oh, uh, that's all I got for you, Nick. That's all I got. Oh, boy. That was pretty good, dude. That was good. Hour and a half in the books. Wow. It's pretty good. There's some slappy shit I'll be editing out. Some, like, I ramble sometimes and it just doesn't make no sense. Well, you know, let's just, oh, let's well. just freestyle it right now. Freestyling it? I mean, there we go. we've only went an hour and a half. That's this it. ain't no, well, I don't have the clout that Joe Rogan does. I usually uh, shoot for like an hour, hour and a half because nobody knows me. Okay. Nobody. It's like I want to well, torture you throw your name out there, man. I'm getting it out there. I, I'm working on my cover art today. Okay. To make sure it's, I want, it's on iTunes. I just want to make sure it's legit. People are happy to click on it, tap on it, see what's good. So. So how do you do your cover art? Is it just like. Photo, a, just Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah. Kind of edit it. Distort it. Real nice. Get real weird it's with it. The Trial and Aaron podcast. It's like, no, Trial and Error. It's fun. Because <laughs> I want to get better with each episode. There's our, like, there's parts of this episode I'll be able to sniff out because I re-listen re to all of them. Okay. I'll sniff it out be like, okay, I could have pronounced better here. Don't go on a tangent here. Keep the conversation going more instead of bounce, bouncing around because I'll do that. Just I'll ask a stupid question that's completely nothing to do with whatever we're talking about. Okay. So I try to learn from every episode and at the same time just, just have fun. I'm not causing good. a scene. The movie's causing a scene. The movie's causing <laughs> What a dad joke that Golden. was. Gold. I want to be candid because I could... I'm starting to be more aware of when I'm just trying to be funny, and it's just fucking pathetic. It is. I think there's a couple of jokes I said on this podcast that I'm just like, I, like, I got done saying it, and then you started talking, and then the voice in the back of my head's like, you fucking turd. You really just said that. I'm like, shut up. You, what a schmuck. What a, sh what a snood. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just snoods everywhere. son of a bitch. Snooty. But I, I'm feeling like my snood's dangling decently low today. It's been a good day. So, since we have these pinup girl playing cards oh, here. Oh, yeah. Day of the Dead pinup girl. Day of the Dead that's why I like. That's what I love about them. Who, love doesn't, who doesn't love a good Latina pinup girl, Day of the Dead? Well, plus they're in some uh, kind of vintage World War II lady outfits, you know, some corsets. Mm -hmm. The military hat. It's very. It's, it's kind of burlesque. It is. Kind of burlesque -y. Tell, I, me, tell me about your trip to New Orleans. I never got to New Orleans. Oh man, I. Uh, what a wonderful city, right? Ate, drank, and kept eating and drinking. That that pretty much sums it up. Went to a plantation, which was cool. I wanted to go to plantation, or actually. So the whole reason for us going, my brother had to go for like a business trip. Mm -hmm. So we just all tagged along. So it's my brother, his girlfriend. Me, my mom, and my grandmother. Mm -hmm. We all just tagged along or whatever. It's like, hey, you know, how often do we get to go to New Orleans? So, not, often. not, not often, often at all. I'll so, light some candles for us. We're tagging along, and my mom wanted to go to a plantation, just take the tour or whatever. But from what the concierge told us at our hotel we were staying at, there's 
Set in the mood, Nick. That's what's been canceled. Scented candle. Lighten scented candles and set in the mood. What is it? Winter. Winter scent. By Slatkin and Co. Oh. Yeah. So, they told us, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, cell phone reception out there to be able to get yourselves back into the city. So... So we ended up not going to the the plantation, or whatever. Oh, what I really wanted to see was I wanted to go on a swamp tour and see. We went on one. It was because we went in spring and the gators hadn't like defrosted yet because they hibernate. Yeah. And we only saw one, but I mean it was cool to see. Yeah, I mean when we went, it was about the middle of January, so it's still pretty cold out there. Right. So since alligators are cold-blooded animals and they needed. They need sunlight to warm themselves up. We weren't gonna see any gators. So. I'd wanna see a snapping, like one of those massive snapping oh, turtles. The, the alligator snapping turtles? Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys look ferocious. Yeah. Ferocious snippers. So, from what the concierge told us at the hotel, apparently when you go on the swamp tour, you can see, you know, wild pigs out in the swamp, um, the Some alligators. Boars. Yeah, the alligators. You, you can feed them marshmallows and raw chicken. Really? Yeah. We I guess s- they have like a little like wand or something. They yeah. stick the marshmallow or the chicken on. They love that shit. And then you just hold it over the edge of the boat and they just jump up out of the water. So when we were on our little pontoon cruise, we were out in the Everglades where it's just trees sticking up out of water. Okay. And some raccoons were out there. Mm-hmm. Raccoons. Raccoons. That was... It was a raccoon. <laughs> it wasn't human meat. It was a raccoon. Um, they're just out there. The last animal I would have expected to be in the Everglades is a mm-hmm. raccoon. Uh, maybe a python. Maybe a hillbilly. A wild human. Naked hillbilly. Gross. There's people that live out there in the bayous. I've seen them out in the cuts. Oh, so New Orleans, and then I road trip back to California. You road tripped? Road tripped it, baby. Dude, that's Straight out awesome. of... So, that... The planning of it wasn't too bad. It was just me, right? So, mm-hmm. I was just looking... The first time I ever used Airbnbs. Okay. Airbnbs are so easy. It's easy to find, like, around an area. The people are nice. I met some really cool people um, in Roswell. So, from... Oh, New Mexico? From... Uh, uh, I went from New Orleans, and it took probably about five, six hours to get to Austin. Met some friends there. Um, that my ex and I had, and uh, they're, they just live out in the outskirts of Austin. Texas is so freaking big. US-75, the Bucky's over there, they're huge, massive gas stations, probably about 75 pumps. And it's like, think of double the size of Costco, but it's just, they have everything there. They have barbecue, they have bakeries, pizza, hamburgers, they have art supplies, they have clothes, they have everything. Imagine Texas in gas station form, and that's what you get. That's another bucket list. I want to go to Texas. And Texas also has its own military, its own federal homegrown military. It's separate from the U.S. military because... Like Texas Rangers? Yeah. Well, they're not Rangers. They're, they're a separate entity from the U.S. military. They, they dress the same. I'm sure they adhere to the same rules, but in case there's some revolution or whatever, that Texas has its own private like military yeah it's state state military before in the past texas wanted to 
pretty much leave the union. They wanted yeah. to. Um, They're a country unto themselves. It took so long to drive through that freaking place. That, that state alone has its own power grid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridic. It's so wide open though. Like you go through tiny little towns. I went through Winters. I yes. went through Winters, Texas. I went right through there. I got pictures. So tell me, what is what is it like in Winters? Texas? I didn't. I drove. It's kind of like driving through Esparto on your way to Cash Creek. You pass by, you can look in and wow. see it. It just okay. looked like a tiny little town. It's Winters. The whole eight seconds of it. it if you it, blink, you'll miss it. It. I parked and took a picture. You know, made some funny comments. Whoop de doo. Winters, Texas, and I had the thing. The thing. The most surprising part, I did not plan on driving through it. I just, I, I stopped off to Whataburger because I heard it's all the rage. Underwhelming. Underwhelming Whataburger. That's what I want to say. That's well, my tagline for it. So, if you would take Whataburger from Texas, mm-hmm. what fast food chain in California would you compare it to? Would you say it's more like Burger a, King? Burger King? Yeah, okay. I'd say. It's, it's, yeah, that's it. Equivalent just, to Burger King. Yep. At best. At best. So, so you know how people outside of Texas they pronounce it Whataburger? Yeah. Just like how it's spelled. Whataburger. Whataburger. In Texas, because they have that draw, mm. it's Whataburger. Whataburger? Yeah. So it's like it's like they're saying water. Yeah. Whataburger. You know how New Yorkians would say it? Water water <laughs> Waterburger. They water. say water instead of water. Listen to water. Neil deGrasse Tyson, that, that New Yorkian stooge. That snood. New York is like on my least places to go. I'd go just because of how iconic it is. Times Square. I Times think Square. I go yeah. Times Square. Um, Manhattan. Manhattan. What, what were we talking about before this? What led us to this conversation? Oh, the, the road trip. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Um, so get through Texas. Mm-hmm. Get to Roswell, Airbnb, and this guy, like, they were just flipping houses. The guy was ex-Air Force. He said he worked for NASA before. He's like, for sure there's there's aliens. And Roswell is essentially, it's a Sparto. Yeah. They have a couple, they have memorabilia shops. I went to a little, this rinky-dink uh, museum. It's uh, Just imagine if they turned the Winners Community Center into a museum. You walk in, it's oh. all open, they just put up little booths with drapes in, in between them. I mean, there's a lot to learn there, but it, it's not the most interesting thing in the world. Right. Like five bucks, you get an all-day pass. So I drove, I went to a local bookshop because I already, I went through Cell, the audiobook, all on the CDs. I just listened to audiobooks while I was road tripping. Okay. So, worked a lot. That Tom Clancy one, Command Authority, that was so freaking long and so, I would never imagine reading that, just listening to it. I was just, I was already drooling out just because of how boring the driving was, mm-hmm. but at least you have something to listen to, because you get like no cell phone service in long stretches. Yeah. And, uh... So anyway, from Roswell, that was a long trip. Went to Kanab, Utah, just because I wanted to see Zion. And I set up a little, uh, like, ride and hike tour. Uh, the guy takes you on a side-by-side. We went out, like, mudding, and then you get out and you hike a little bit. So, like, that drive there, it was cool. It, it was unfortunate because it started getting dark, and that's when the desert started really opening up. It was so fucking beautiful. And I didn't see what it was like going into Kanab. So when I woke up that next morning, there's just these red cliffs all around this tiny little town, maybe a couple hundred people. It was beautiful. And I guess they used to see. It was absolutely gorgeous. You're humbled. There's a huge animal shelter out there. No kill for dogs, cats, pigs, horses, whatever. And they're well-funded. It was a beautiful spot. And I'm just going off on a tangent right now. So here we go. Buckle up, Nick. Because goddamn, Kanab was so dope. I met Brent. 
he was my guy. Like I just met him on the side of the road. He's covered in red clay. I'm like, this is the dude. And we get in this Polaris. Mm-hmm. And we go out and we're mudding. And he's just, it's like he's a friend that I've had. And he was just taking me out on his Polaris. That's what it felt like. And I've never met him before in my life. But we hit it off. We're just chatting. We go through mud puddles. And he, like, climbs rocks and shit. And he goes, do you mind if we go to a spot? Like, he just ri- born and raised there. And he, I was like, sure, like, I'm down for whatever. I have nothing to do today. This is, this is what I'm doing. Okay. Takes me way out into the cuts, and there's just down this canyon. It's just open. You see the national park. It's just desert, but it's, there's a lot of slot canyons. Uh, you know those, those skinny, like skinny canyons because it's, the water erodes it so right. much, though they're probably about 50 feet up. It's kind of narrow. Super narrow. Like You can like put your arms out and try to kick your legs out too and climb your way up okay if you're so inclined yeah but so that so we he parks and then we go into one of those and he's like hey, i haven't been past this part before you is it cool if we keep going we can go back i'm like you know what let's go we jump in because we got to a part where there's a big puddle underneath us fuck it just jumped in there got muddy kept on going and we could have probably gone for another 12 miles but we were already walking for like an hour and a half and it was we're just shooting the shit just it, it was cool trying to get over obstacles because there'd be rocks in the way. You look ten feet over your head and there's logs wedged in between the canyon. Because I guess when it downpours over there, it like floods. It is flash floods. some godly shit. And furious, furious, angry nature. Angry nature, I'd mm-hmm. say. So that was just an unbelievable experience. And when we we're done, there's just wide open plains, and I saw a bunch of buffalo by a watering. Just no. ah, buffalo over this green pasture. It's like I'd want to get on a, on a motorcycle and herd them. That's the way to go. And just driving all over that place, it's just beautiful. You're humbled by the mountains. And on the way back, I was in a very good state. I need to like re-get in that mindset of, you know what? This looks like a cool spot. I'm going to park and hike a little bit. I pulled off the side of the road just to take pictures, and I saw there's a hiking spot nearby. But you could drive there. It's more for um, like off-roaders. and off-road. There's a lot of off-road bicycling. So you go and camp. It's a camping spot for them. But I'm like, you know what? I mean, you're I'm going, I'm nowhere. still driving. So I just took it slow and just went around on this dirt road in my little rent-a-car, this little Kia, this tiny little borderline <laughs> smart car. And I'm just humming around just on the gravel. And it was, it was gorgeous. Like just to soak it in, the air was fresh. It was pure. So I'm looking for jobs. Like I, I'm not going to let the location scare me like it used to. Cause it's like, you don't, nothing's permanent. You don't need to go somewhere and be married to that place forever. Just go and experience it. No, why not? Why not? Why not? Nothing's told me here. I'm a free man. Huh? I'm out and about. So anyways, and then I go to LA. I go to Left Coast Brewery with my big. Mm-hmm. We had, we got, we ordered this food, right? The hipster central over there. By God, you could just, it's hard to breathe with the smugness and the pretentiousness with all my you know, outward judgments. But anyways, we got the skillet and they put, French fries pot stacked up with gravy over it, sour cream, and um, pulled pork, bacon, chives. It was so sloppy. Oh, and, and nacho cheese, of course. They might have been nachos. I'm not sure what. It was just fucking delicious. Okay. Got so fat. I loved it. That's the thing. On vacations, I'm a, I am turn into a straight-up alcoholic, and I eat everything that I see. You're on vacation. You got to go hard. Disneyland poles, bro. Disneyland poles. I need to go back to Disneyland. I walk, need to walk, fly, or drive. You get there somehow. The magic will always take you. You know, the one thing Disney's taught me over the years: magic costs money. 
Yeah. They will charge you. Ma- magic, magic ain't free. Magic, magic don't come free. No. Those smiles don't come free. You gotta pay for it. Fifteen dollars per churro, bitch. Oh my god. But we bend over and take it. Give me Cinderella forty-five. We're still gonna pay money. Remake. They're gonna be remakes of the live-action remix. Money grabs going on. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Movies like say a trilogy, say the Avengers split into two movies. Make double the money. People are gonna watch it for sure. They'll watch it. The Hangover trilogy. It's all the same storyline. Oh God, that that is but, such a money grab. That's pathetic. They were like, okay, let's go back to Vegas. But people still paid money to go see it. Fuck yeah, they did. Cause Zach Galifianakis is all silly. I know I did. I paid money to uh, see. Oh, you asshole. The first one, okay, because that's the first one. First one, great, was, tremendous by itself. That was the movie of the summer when we graduated high school. Yep. Everybody had to see it. Yep. If you didn't see that movie, you're lame. You're a fool. But then, I didn't see the second one in theaters. I saw the third in theaters. Yeah? Yeah. You enjoy it? It was pretty good. You forced laughs, didn't you? I think I did at some point. Ah. Uh, come naturally, baby. It does. It's coming real It feels natural. a lot better when it's natural. <laughs> always, always. Always. God, dude, we've been killing it. Uh, you lose! Good day, sir! Today. Yes. I wore these boots when I was in New Orleans. Let me tell you the story of how I got played by this bum. Please. It was second to last day we were there before we had to leave to go back home. With my group. Mm-hmm. We're in the... F- by... Uh, Kind of like the French Quarter, uh, was that Jackson Square? Yeah. Going to Cafe Dumont. Mm-hmm. I'm walking. There's this bum sitting on this planter box, just this curb right here, and he's walking. He's like, hey, 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 young man, young man. Uh, I bet you that I can guess where your boots are have been, and if I guess right, I get to clean them. Okay, I was thinking, it was like, okay, you know, I have to tell him, like, where these boots have been. Right. So, he goes, he's like, okay, you ready? You ready? I'm going to guess where your boots have been. He's like, okay, well, go ahead, guess. Your boots have been on the streets of New Orleans. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch, you got me. And? <laughs> he cleaned my boots. You don't let him clean your boots because he's going to charge you. He charged me. How much? He said, he said 2220. Are you shitting me? 2220. But he also said, I can make change. Okay. Whatever. 20 bucks or. All I had was 20s. I whipped out. Nick. I know. Should have kicked him in the face and left. I should have just kept saying, no, I'm going to keep walking, whatever. Whipped out 40 bucks. Fucker pocketed it. Where's my change? And then, I don't know. I think at that point, I was just... He did, of course, I was, he's not going to give you... Ch- what do you, what do you, Did he say anything to you after that? He was like, oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And you so, got got, son. You got, got got. I got got. I got got. I got played. The New Orleans shoe well, hustle got me. You, uh, you learned from that experience now? Now you, yes. now you know. Just now I know. Don't just be as... It's, it's, I want to believe in the best in people, but... Sometimes they just take advantage. You're a tourist. Well, he he's, like, got, he's like, what's this person going to do? They, they they prey on you. They know. He definitely got the best of me. So before I left, he was like, hey, hey, hey you know, how, how about a tip or whatever? You know, I got to pay the light bill. I'm like, whatever. Here. Get the fuck out of here. Gave you, him 10 bucks. You gave him 10 more bucks? So for $50, I 
What the fuck, Nick? What yes. are you doing? I don't know. He <laughs> Give he, a bum 50 bucks. Well, I mean, if he dies over a fucking heroin overdose, whatever, that's what he gets for playing me. Because by that, that street car on the, on the tracks right there, <laughs> there I found two syringes, dude. And I was like, what oh, the hell? Oh, Nicholas. Yes. Or shame, shame on you. Shame on me. I thought of the best way to wrap this puppy up. Give me a turkey call. Give you a turkey call. I want the turkiest turkey call that you could possibly... <laughs> One more. Let me let me wet. Take whistle. wet the whistle. It's all ah, dry. Shit. shit. Drink the drink the wax. I'll pour it on you. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Hot scolding wax down my esophagus. Please. Please. All right. One more turkey noise for 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 uh, posterity. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. I appreciate you coming today. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is pretty fun. I it's like. Good. This. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. You lose. Good day, sir.